Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. Hour number two of Oilers Now. The next 25 minutes is all about you, and then we'll hear from George LaRock. Second hour of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.c is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can call in right here, right now, 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. That number again, 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement Bet on it. It's this simple. You're the GM. That's right. You're the GM of the team. What are you going to do? You've got a situation where Mike Smith hasn't played. The Edmonton Oilers uh, will head into the post-Christmas schedule. Ranked 18th in the NHL in save percentage at 9.06 and 21st in goals against at 3.10. Last year, the Oilers 7th in save percentage at 9.10 after Mike Smith played at 9.23. But they haven't had Mike Smith this season. He played three of the 29 games so far. Do you need to go get a goaltender? Conversely, a lot of you think the team should trade for Jacob Chikorin. I am not one of those individuals. Uh, good defenseman. Maybe, I, apparently we have a lot of people who watch the Arizona Coyotes on a nightly basis. Uh, anyways, bottom line here is they want a ton. I'm hearing at least what amounts to two first-round picks. A, a former first-round pick prospect and another first-round pick. Um, do we need an upgrade on defense? Or conversely, what about forward? Now, for me, I think the easiest thing to do is go get some wingers. I think, uh, And I'm not talking about m- moving the first-round pick for a winger unless you're getting a guy back with term. That uh, and maybe they take a little bit of money back. So seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Do you want to mention guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village? Uh, you can uh, deploy them at any one of Edmonton's five Edmonton and area Japanese Village locations. Don and his staff at uh, Japanese Village try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes. Reserved now at jvedmonton.ca. Normally in the slot, Kevin Weeks. He'll join us next Thursday. Uh, he's dealing with a little bit of a personal um, family matter right now. He's with his family. Kevin Weeks for the NHL Network and ESPN for Canadian Power Pack. Kevin will rejoin us on Thursday's show. Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication solar. He's traveling is what I'm trying to tell you. All right, let's open it up. And we are going to drop the puck on uh, Brennan. We're going to go to Ron. Ron on line number one. Ron from Red Deer on line one. Hi, Ron. How are you? I'm doing very well. Happy holidays to all the staff and all the listeners. Okay. Uh, being that I'm a, a guest, do I get a Ruth, Rooster Crisp gift card? Uh, one day we'll give out some on the air, but not today because I don't have them with me. <laughs> so. Okay, I'm just gonna, but I'm going to just get to the point now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fans are yeah. screaming to trade him. What is available and is he tradable? And I'm just going to listen to your opinion, Bob. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yeah, uh, I, I think that for my concern in trading Connor Yamamoto right now is, is I think that his valuation's down a little bit. I think the organization that would be most interested in Yamamoto would be Seattle. Is he a 26-point, 27-game guy that he was in 1920 when he got recalled? Probably not, but is 
Like, he has struggled. He hasn't had a shooter's mentality, and a lot of you are concerned that he can't play in a top-six role. And right now, if you look at, I mean, you Oilers have two of the best forwards in the world, but David and Settle. Zach Cassian has been a hugely impactful player. They re-signed RNH. They get both guys, both uh, Cassian and, and RNH, in the fives. Uh, yes, the Pugliarvi is coming on. So they got five really good top six forwards. And the question is, is Yamamoto going to get boxed out come playoff time? I don't know what the return would be on Yamamoto. Um, I do think Seattle would make the most sense. I just think he's from Spokane. That's, to me, where the opportunity uh, would be there. Again, you're the GM. What move would you make? Let's go to Jeff. He's in Edmonton on line number two. Hi, Jeff. How are you? How about yourself? Good. Um, just, uh, just you're asking where they think they should spend their first-round pick. I think the Oilers got to get a little bit heavier on the back end, so I kind of agree with Louie in that respect. So so a guy that I'd look for is like a, a Chariot-type uh, player. Chariot, uh, yeah. Chariot, especially yeah. when you play against a heavy team like Winnipeg. Um, we've seen some younger goalies have some success here in the playoffs with Nettlekovic and Bennington. So I'm not too sure that's uh, a huge need. And and Kenny Holland seemed to win with some, I'll call it average type goaltending before with with Ken uh, with Chris Osgood. And uh, lastly, yeah, some depth forward would would be would help out on the on the offense. All right, and I my I, well, thanks Jeff for the call. Uh, and again, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Nima Linen's out for a couple of weeks. I don't know if he's a playoff solution. I, I, I provided a scenario out there in the last couple of days, and we talked, actually, this started last week. For some reason, Carson Suse is not playing all the time in Seattle. I don't actually get that, but I kind of do get it because I look at Dave Haxall's track record in Philadelphia, and it seemed that there were uh, some players that didn't gain a lot of traction. To, and Susie's got great career numbers against the Oilers. Now, I'm told he can play both the left and right side. Um, I don't know what the acquisition cost would be. He's got two. I, I, I guess what I'm telling you is I think I'd rather have Carson Susie than have Ben Chirot at this stage. And I like Susie's game. Uh, he's got some size. He's got two years left at $2.75 million. I don't know how you get him, but that would be one of the guys that I would look at. If I was to add, I think that Chikrin's going to be too rich of a cost, Okay. Um, I, I like what Susie has, and I also like the fact I'm told you can play both the left and right D. Let's go to uh, Will in Calgary on line number three. Will, how you doing? Thank you for taking my call, Bob. Merry yeah. Christmas to everyone out there and yourself and your family. Yep, okay, for sure. Well, thank you very much. What do you got? Well, I think that the, if, if I had my way, I'd be looking at uh, getting some... Uh, mobile uh, individuals with some skill but also some size. That seems to be a big factor in the playoffs, whether you go defenseman or forward, uh, third-line center or top-six scoring winger. I think those needs are are priority, but I think top-six for me kind of uh, uh, is a priority because we've had trouble with that uh, scoring. And Yamamoto is, uh, you know, with all due respect, He's not getting it done because he's uh, being out-muscled uh, a lot of times and whatnot. Uh, but he could help another team for sure. And I think, uh, you know, going forward, 
we need to have uh, individuals that are willing to to get dirty, get yep. down and dirty, and get the work done. And we don't have enough of those. And we're a little bit uh, small, as a previous caller said, on on the back end. And we need uh, people that are, are willing to defend. Okay. Uh, well, thank you very. Much. Yep. Well, well stated by you. I, I think there is a consent. I think the Oilers will add at least two forwards by the trade deadline. Now, one of those forwards might be Dylan Holloway, who's not small. Uh, now, he is coming off an injury, and it's a little bit of a risk. I'll be the first to admit to that. But I also think they're going to add another bottom six forward via trade or maybe another middle six forward via trade that's that's not a small guy, a, a competitive player. Uh, again, I'm looking to organizations like Seattle, Ottawa. Uh, I'm going to throw a name out at Ottawa right now. I mentioned him before, Nick Paul. Nick Paul, for me, is a guy that can play a little bit. He can skate. He's got some size. He's not timid. You don't have to be, uh, you know, su- the, the game has changed a bit. So, And and when I mention guys like Nick Paul or Carson Souza, I'm not talking about moving the number one for those guys. I also would not move a number one for Phil Kessel uh, for a rental. Um, Gord? I, I think Seattle would be crazy if they traded Yanni Gord. But that's a guy that drives it as a third-line guy. If I'm Seattle, I'd want to build around him. Uh, so maybe ultimately what I'm saying is, for me, maybe the number one is, now, and if you can get a forward that's got two or three years left that's at a decent price point up front that completes your top six, because we're conceding McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent, Hopkins, Hyman, and Pugliarvi are top six guys for sure. I think it's fair to say Pugliar- or this year uh, Yamamoto's not produced like a top six forward. Um, then maybe you do look look at moving the number one. And then the wild card's in goal. That's by perception. Let's go to, uh, where are we going to go here? Gord, on line number four. Gord, you're in Oilers now. How are you doing? Good. Yourself, Bob? Good. Hey, uh, I think, you know, seeing the last two playoff rounds here and, and the agony that the Oilers fans and, and the team has gone to, we're very, very close to getting it to the second round. Uh, too many overtime games that that are lost or whatever, because kind of kind of lucky bounces here and there, or whatever that that knocked them out of the playoffs. I think we need to have trade a first rounder. Let's get somebody who can put that puck in the net, and then we don't have to get into overtime during the playoffs. Okay. Um, so you're looking for another? So you'd like a guy like Philip Forsberg? That'd be great. Some some like uh, that. He's going to cost you. He is a rental, and he's going to cost you number one. Yep, right. and I think we let's do it. Okay, thanks, Gord. 780-496-0063. That's our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline. Um, yeah, I don't think Kessel costs the number one. I think now depends on what they take back, theoretically, Arizona. Uh, could you move a, a number two and a prospect, and they take they eat half the contract, and they they take some money back? Now you're talking. Let's go to Robert on line number one. He wants to talk, I think, about goaltending and possibly about Stuart Skinner. Hi, Robert. How are you doing? Good. How about yourself, Bob? Good. Uh, why is everybody turning their back on Skinner? He's played great for them. Uh, I think he's their future. I think you got to – sooner or later got to bring up a goalie and bring well, him Well, I don't think system. anybody's – but, Robert, I think why you – just, just relax. What? Just relax. I think that what – so when Mike Smith comes back, what do you think happens with Skinner? Skinner's uh, a third-round goalie until uh, Mike gets hurt again, just like the Oilers. And that is fair. But where do you think where do you think where do you think Skinner goes? Where do, where do you think he goes if when Mike Smith comes back? Down to the minors. Right now, 
here's here's what I would I could foresee a scenario theoretically where he goes down to the minors for a month month and a half and then he does come back up and it's Smith and Skinner come playoff time. That's exactly what's going to happen. Okay. And, that's exactly what's going to happen. And on top of it, why do you notice that the Oilers, after the six six game run, lost that they the coach got COVID and they won the next two? We need some motivation. Any coach that loses four straight to Winnipeg last year doesn't have his team ready to go. So I think we need a motivator in there. We got a great team. They ran. They went sixteen and four, and they were due for a run to lose four or five. That's just the way the NHL works. So looking to trade the team away when we got back in like Newman line and we got good guys back there cc's played great for us i don't think they need to panic okay get, back, get through covid let this thing run let skinner run in there any game that skinner's ran he's been confident in the net i do i, I will tell Incredible. you he, i if you've listened to the show on a daily basis you know i have some belief I listen in to every minute always and and i will say this about skinner it's not just what you see on the ice it's the way he conducts himself. He looks like exactly. a he's, he's on the precipice, okay? All I'm saying is the moment that uh, Mike Smith gets activated, Stewart's going to be going down. And it may be a scenario, as an example, with Kessel. Koskinen might be part of the deal with, uh, with, with, uh, with Kessel if Edmonton were to get in on Kessel. And believe me, Every, any player right now in Arizona, I'd like to get Kraus out of Arizona as a top, as a third line left wing. I like Kraus. He's big. He can skate. He's got enough toughness relative to today's game to help you out. He's not a he's not like a Louis George tough you know tough forward. He he's not even Gerard Gallant tough when Gerard played, but he's tough enough for today. But he can skate and make the, the thing that Arizona can't trade all their guys. Like I'm stunned that Chikrin's name is out there. That absolutely flabbergasted. But I wouldn't read into like. Like no one's. I don't think anybody in Edmonton. I think most Oilers fans right now, and they can tell me right now, they can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. I don't think anybody's turning their backs on Skinner. I think fans are excited. They think they might actually have a goaltender of the future in Skinner. So there you go. Thanks, Robert. Thanks a lot. Let's go to Big Bad Joe on line number two. Big Bad Joe, how you doing? Hey Bob, how are you doing? Good. Uh, I will keep it short, though. But first, I want to say, you are not an idiot, Joe. You know who are the idiots? That are the idiots who call you idiots. They are the idiots. Okay. Well, you, know, th- you do a, you do a fantastic job. You are neutral always. And what I just hear, you know, what you hear a lot about too, about Skinner is fun. You know, Skinny goes back to the minors. Keep him there. Next year, he will be ready for the big team. I agree. But the only the only thing what I what I think about with the Oilers. So I love that team, but. If you saw how they played against Seattle, I thought two nothing. Here we go. If they came back, but you know what? They were even there. If I one player short, but they were running four lines. And you know what? McDavid and Drysaddle and and even Nurse. You saw the big smile on their face. But you know that I think that's the only problem with Edmonton at that moment is. But they have to tweak is. You need to have four lines consistently. It doesn't matter if you're two nothing down. When play those four lines, come and play off time, you need four lines. And I think that is the problem at that moment with Edmonton. Fun, don't do crazy things and gave your future away, but fix it so you can do it for 60 minutes, you run four lines. 
de McDavid wil Kedres, Dreisaitl wil Kedres, Hopkins en je noemt maar op. Because they are at this moment again, Dreisaitl, Nurse en McDavid, they are being played too much. They're coming playoff time, the guys are going to be out of gas. Okay, thanks a lot, Big Bad Joe. Thanks for the call, 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, and we are going to go to Dean on line number three. Hi, Dean, how you doing? Good, Bob, I got two words. Evander Kane. Ooh. What are the chances of this Ooh. guy getting bought out um, from San Jose and picking him up as a, a million dollar rental or whatever? Well, that's exactly. If he does get bought out by San Jose, he is. He's he's such a talent. Somebody's absolutely. There's going to be teams that are going to swing on him. But what I would say about Evander Kane is he needs to go to the quietest market possible, which takes Canada to the mix. And you know yeah, what? San Jose is a pretty quiet market. Uh, For sure. But like, I, I think the Sharks are going to have no choice but to extricate Kane out of that situation. I think they are going to buy him out. And I'll be honest with you, Dean, I just... Uh, the Oilers, the, you know, and I think their room is getting... <sighs> All right, I always hedge this because I'm not. Yes, I travel with the team, but you have people. There's nothing I hate more than media guys that say they know what's going on in the room when they're not in the room. You know what I mean? But I think as this team matures, they'll have a stronger group, and that will allow them to take uh, a unique personality like Evander Kane. But if I was going to make a bet on a guy who doesn't get his contract qualified or bought out, I might wait for a guy like Jake DeBrusque over Evander Kane. I just, with the Vander, there's just, it never ends. You know what I'm saying? And I might prefer taking a, a little bit of a swing on a younger guy that uh, maybe didn't have the greatest situation and is looking for a chance to prove himself somewhere else. And I'm not sure if Evander Kane's that guy. High profile, and he does all his, his tricks with Vegas and showing cash. But, you know, he's a guy that, like, a lot of the stuff that came out. Uh, from his wife seemed to be like not true because he's got full custody of his kid now, right? He just so- focused on playing. I, and I, I will tell you, I, I've, ha- I've got family friends with somebody that knows him from when he was younger, and they say he was a great kid. So, uh, and, and so it's, it's, but I just, there's after a while, time after, I, you know what, saying that? Why not give people, like, I, I do believe in giving people second chances. I just might be prepared to give somebody else a second chance first. Dean, it's not the crazy, like, I wouldn't trade for him. But no, me either. But I will tell you this right now. If he gets bought out, my guess is 10 different NHL organizations. Like Carolina, Carolina went and got D'Angelo. Absolutely. Like, could you imagine if the Oilers had signed Anthony D'Angelo? Yeah. You know, people, we would have had, we would have had some of the, I don't want that guy, that guy's a Trumpkin, I don't want that guy. The guy's a pretty good player, right? Yeah. And so he needed to shut up on Twitter, okay, yeah. you know, because he had the wrong politics for today. The players don't actually care that much about stuff. They care whether or not a guy can play and whether or not a guy can back them up. And I think some of the frustration at times with Kane is that he's exasperated his own teammates. Like yeah. I know Jake DeBrusque. He hasn't upset his own teammates. It's just a situation. By the way, he's, now uh, Zach Sanishin has requested a trade. They haven't developed any young forwards in the last five years in Boston. The last young forward they developed was Pasternak, and he's an awesome player. But he was drafted in 2014. Like, There's something going on there where guys stagnate, and I'd bet on that as opposed to betting on Kane. But thanks for the call, okay, Dean? For sure. Thanks, Bob. You bet. Uh, 780-496-0063. Randy out of Edmonton on line number one. Randy, how you doing? I'm fine. Um, 
If I was GM, I probably would not do anything. I I just noticed since McDavid coming into the league, um, the team doesn't win many games in December, so I would probably just wait it out. You know, uh, I think that that's something an analytics department should look into. Yeah. Is there a reason, and, and I'm serious about this, it sounds crazy, but I think it's challenging to play in Edmonton in, from the middle of November until the end of December. I really do. I think there's, I agree. It, it's the most northern uh, city in the National Hockey League. There's not, uh, there's people out there listening right now that know damn well they don't have the same energy level for ab- about a month to six weeks from the middle of November until the end of December every year. It's not an excuse. It's a real thing. And I think there should be some – like they should study it and see if there's things that they can do to change it because it seems even – the 47-win season back in 16-17, uh, 19-20, both those years, they had tough stretches during December. Thanks for the call, Randy. No problem. All right. Uh, 125 in Edmonton. Thank you for all of you that participated in that rack of calls. I'm going to get to some text moment, uh, momentarily. Uh, we want to tell you that cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. You know that. The folks at Brent Ridge Ford want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Brent Ridge Ford is a 10-times President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. That means they treat people fairly, fully transparent negotiations, making sure advertised prices include all accessories, fees, and taxes, with the exception of GST. If those attributes are important to you, phone our friends Uncle Mills, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, one 477 3673 or visit Brentridge.com. We'll come back with our Oilers Now prospect report, more of your texts on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. Hey, Zach, it's 127 in Edmonton. George LaRock will be joining us at uh, 145. His show's running late because of Christmas today, so there you have it. Let's get into the Oilers Now Prospect Report brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com. We will tell you there has been a development on the world junior front just as we speak. Um, Today's pre-tournament game between... Czechia in Switzerland in Red Deer has been canceled due to COVID-19 protocols. Uh, Bob McKenzie reporting. It's his understanding that one player from uh, Czechia, that's going to be tough to to remember how to do. They went from Czechoslovakia to the Czech Republic and Slovakia to Czechia. Uh, A positive test still needs to be confirmed. This game has been postponed for precautionary reasons. The player will be isolated. The players are on all the other teams are tested on a daily basis. Brendan, you have a minute. Make it count. Where are all the Oil Kings playing? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Okay, so Caden Gooley on the back end paired with uh, Golden Knights property Lucas Cormier. Logan uh, Stankoven is the scratch forward. I've got that in there as well. Where are we? Jake Neighbors skating on the third line left wing. He's a part of that heavy unit third line that uh, I'm excited to watch this tournament. Dylan Gunther on the fourth line right wing. We're not sure who's going to get the starting goal, but Kosa and Dylan Garand are both going to play. Where's Borgo playing? Xavier Borgo. Do you have the lines yet? We'll work on that for when we come back. How does that sound? 129 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update. That was our Oilers Now Prospect Report brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional will work. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com. Again, uh, we'll push George back. Uh, he's going to be a little bit late joining us today at 145. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.